I told the kids, I said it over spring break. I wanted them like to minimize how much time they spent on electronics and devices and stuff. So I gave them the offer that if they read books, I'd give them a penny a page. Mm-hmm. So I had to pay out last weekend because uh, it was the end of spring break. And then they had a, another week where they had only like two days of school. So I said, well, we'll extend it. And yeah, how much could they possibly make? That's what I'm waiting for. So Mac made, he had $45. I'm sorry. Is that 4,000 pages? Yeah. 4,500 pages? He read like the dictionaries. <laughs> I'm like, dude, go play some video games. This <laughs> <laughs> is cut. Yeah. Hey, Mac, go check out Mario Kart. I'm going broke. Welcome to our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are two mustachioed humans, Martin and Brady. What do you mean? They like it. It's what they came here for. Dancing pecs. The floors were sticky, the crowd was rough, and the odds were against us. But there was no stopping Donut Lord and the Blue Blur. This week, we jumped, man. At the chance to take our kids to the theater and go see the newest video game-inspired movie. With the Super Mario Brothers movie. But we couldn't help but start to feel nostalgic for more video games of our youth and decided to throw in one more, re-watching the 2020 release of Sonic the Hedgehog. Two different approaches. Who did it better? Martin. <laughs> you, want, you want me to me to kick it off? All right, I'll kick it off. Um, yeah, they, I, I, I enjoyed both of these movies because i watched them both with my kids but i i would not be you know i wouldn't necessarily go to either one of them by myself nor would i would i rewatch them by myself and in terms of who did it better um I, I i do see you know the different approaches of you know having the live the live action versus the uh the full-on animation and i i think i think the super mario brothers movie is is pretty much as good as you're gonna get for such a weird you know, just the whole Mario universe is so weird, and they and they they played that up pretty well. You know, like they they lean into that, um, the the weirdness of it, and 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 did a pretty, I think, uh, about as good a job as they could. Um, I just remember thinking that the whole time watching it, I'm like, man, is Mar- like where, who came up with this shit? <laughs> like Mario, the Mario Brothers universe, and plumbers, and toads, and dry bones, and castles, and Luigi, but calling a Mario Brothers, it's all just so so strange. But it was it was a, it was a, it was fun. It was a good yeah. Time. Do you guys? So you both? Did you? You guys? We all went separately with our kids, um, which. Yeah, yeah, it was I great. Went to we had, I was uh, with friend of the pod, uh, Mr. Redding's uh, daughter's birthday, so sure, we, uh, our families all got together and went and saw. And so it was my daughter's first movie, and so you know, obviously, she kind of has experienced Mario with the Switch. We have Mario Brothers, Mario Party, so she's at least like exposed to the characters to a degree, and she likes to. She doesn't like play Mario Kart, but she likes to pick what character I'm going to be and, and like what Roman's going to be. So she definitely like knows who they are. Well, after about 40 minutes of trailers and we're, the kids are like getting antsy and we're like, we got it. We really got to, <laughs> got to get this movie on here soon. Um, and it just starts fairly dark with like, 
in terms of a four year old's <laughs> eyes, like there were it was aggressive. And she kinda was scared right out of the gate and I'm like looking at Mary and we're like Oh man, this is like the last thing we needed. We needed a, a, an ease in at best, so and it just like did she didn't get to exp- get to experience all those characters uh, until a little bit into the movie, and I was just like, man, the last thing we needed. We really, really needed a, a simpler process for her uh, or a smoother process for her too. I don't uh, even what what was so bad about it in the beginning. Again, I don't even remember. You're, you're apparently you're far away from a four year old. Right. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. Like from. From her perspective, even, what was it? Even Bowser, Bowser. even the, right out of the gate, they're like, they're going to war yeah. with the penguin. The penguins, like the ships coming in, okay. it's loud. They're like destroying the the city, and I'm okay. like, uh, <laughs> can we get like Mario and Peach and Toad running around and just yeah. having fun? Because that would be a lot better right now. So I uh, I took my kids as well, and very similar to what Brady was saying was, as soon as the the ship arrived, they were. Parker and Riley were both like, oh, no, this isn't it. And so luckily we had like noise canceling headphones. I'm like, you guys want the headphones? They're like, yeah, we want those. I was like, okay, that made a world of difference for them. I looked over at Mac because so Brooklyn got invited to a birthday party that did the same thing and they went and saw it. I was like, oh, I'll just buy tickets at the same theater and then we'll go with them. Well, dad, get out of here. So it turns out I feel uncool. I bought the tickets for the other showing. So they were at like the five o'clock showing. We were at the five thirty showing. And so uh, when he got there, I'm like, Oh, that's weird. They're not in here. Maybe they're doing like the birthday party stuff first. And then the movie. No, they were at a completely different movie. <laughs> so, um, so we went and watched, but yeah, it started out pretty dark and I was like, Oh no. And exactly like you said, Brady, like the girls are, they've, they know Mario, like, Parker's old enough to play Mario Kart with us. Riley's old enough to like watch us play, and then we throw on you know the uh, the auto um, controls, and then she can just kind of coast along with us. But yeah, she was like, "Where's Peach?" and like screaming out like, "Oh, there's Peach!" and got real excited when she saw her <laughs> and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it it started out kind of dark, and then yeah, um, but then yeah, as as you started going through, there are all those elements that like did scare her a little bit like when they got when luigi got captured and um when they're in the cages and yeah then you get into that it's like you barely all of a sudden they're back into him running and hiding from you know on the island getting into the 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 mansion the castle and having the shy guys all like illuminate in the background like it (laughs) it just for a good stretch in the beginning was and i don't want to overuse dark like obviously it's an animated movie but like for for a four-year-old's first movie where it's loud and in your face it was a lot and it just it really needed to be a softer open for for her i think to find enjoyment so she said she liked it but i think she was pretty rattled for about an hour, for two hours pick and, pick and choose a few moments that, that she really loved oh the blue star i thought was a highlight i think that's uh i that seems to be the common uh Lumily. I think yeah. is uh, is that what's called? Yeah, Lumily was from the was that the gal the Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii? I think so. Johnny, maybe. Yeah, I remember though. So that was one of the cool features, I think. And I admittedly don't know all of them, but I even was talking to Redding about it, and the the callbacks and the the nods that this movie, the Super Mario Brothers, had to all of the Mario games products that are out there yeah. over the years was almost impossible that they got that many in and it just they were everywhere i, th- I think you're you're absolutely right like i didn't i know i didn't catch 
probably even half of them, but the ones that I did, I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so like, yeah, just looking around, you know that they're just they're dropping a bunch of stuff that I'm sure people are just pointing out that that love the, Mar- the yeah. Mario universe. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I went with um, uh, only Colin wanted to go. Breck, Breck wasn't really uh so into it so we just did a uh she must have heard how dark it was yeah. <laughs> we, we did a guy's night a guy's night out or it was a matinee so it wasn't even the night but um i colin got to take one of his friends uh and his his friend uh and him are very much alike they're just like so simpatico on everything uh so it's really fun to see like the whole car ride they're just like talking about pokemon stuff then you get to the theater they're back and forth like oh look at that look at this is so cool it was like it was like having two collins so it was really <laughs> that that made it a lot more enjoyable too that that he they just had such a good time and I, I think even if it was a bad movie he would have said it was a good movie you know but they yeah they enjoyed it yeah i i uh, i particularly obviously we you know we've talked offline and maybe even on we you know we're all enjoy playing mario the mario kart especially the latest version on the switch and uh and i had seen it in the in the preview or the trailer that that, that there was a there was a some kart action a kart yeah. right some rainbow road action coming and so it was really fun and uh fun to see that and i think the kids even in the, the, across the theater it really felt like that resonated uh with everyone and so that was a, a really fun a fun aspect that I was it pay, I think they they did a good job with it even yeah. even the part even the picking of the carts you know like when they're in when they're getting they literally have the totally scroll the picture I'm like so good like they I so overall I'll be you, I I thought the movie was really enjoyable and I I I, get, I think I get what you're saying Martin like I I definitely wouldn't probably go to the theater again to see this movie but I don't know that I would not watch it again because I think what kind of just for that reason? I think there were a lot of references that I still I, I I think I might pick up on even more of them, uh, or like you know little little uh, homages across the yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot to grab on the first on just a, a first viewing, right? So yeah, it definitely could warrant a second viewing just to pick up on some of those things. But, uh, yeah, I mean in terms of like the quality of the storyline and all that, I mean I think it was fine. Uh, it, right, you know, realize realizing that it's a video game movie that it's catered to kids and and still trying to be moderately entertaining to adults. I feel like they did a good job with it. I I enjoyed it. I mean I, I was I was happy with it and, and definitely never bored and never kinda like wandering thinking about whatever is something else. I was just like kinda soaking up the whole to Martin's earlier point, the whole crazy <laughs> world of Mario and I and they did a good job really kind of portraying all that and you know and leaning into the kind of the goofiness and the and the oddness with some of the characters and the tra- you know traveling through the pipes and and, and just kind of mixing Espe- and, and matching those worlds especially when you contrast it to uh the 1993 super mario brothers movie which i didn't i didn't finish and you guys we talked about it a little bit i'm like oh should i watch this <laughs> and I, i'm surprised i never watched it at all as a kid like i never even seen a scene but you know i got a, a you know 30 minutes into it and i'm just like who who did they make this for? Like, in every way that this movie, the Super Mario Brothers movie, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. In every way that this new one from 2023 was exactly right, made, you know, catered to kids, catered to adults for, with nostalgia, the 1993 one, it's like they just try to make it a whole different story, which is like, who is that for? Nobody, no adult wants to watch it, but it seemed like an adult movie way more yeah. than a kid's movie. Like, no kid is going to be like, yeah, this is for me. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they learned they you know they learned a lesson. Like it it just didn't work right, and 
you know, I think kind of along the lines, like you were saying, Brady, you know, they did it, they did it better this time with the ability to have one, it being an animated film, right? Because then you can pull in all yep. the elements that you want to pull in. You... And really good animation, too. It just gives you freedom. It's a, it's yeah. a yes. fantastic. Uh... And then, two, being able to pull in, like, the elements of nostalgia, like the Easter eggs from all the different games, which, I mean, like you said, you can go back on a second viewing and, and try to catch them all, but, like, you saw elements from, you know, other Nintendo games like Star Fox and Punch-Out!, um, you saw elements from like the yeah. Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers Three, you know, and then being able to you know play up. So this is the thing I was going to ask you guys: Do you think that all along, obviously, like they had the idea for incorporating Mario Kart, but do you think it would have hit as well? And, you know, did they just anticipate that like Mario Kart was going to be big when this movie came out? Like they planned on the when the release of the game was going to be just to kind of throw it or would did that just come up like happenstance like mario kart is just big right now and it just happened to align at the same time i don't think it's ever not been big yeah that's the thing is it wouldn't surprise me if there's been hey for for a couple years people have been like we should find a way to do another mario movie and make it better um then obviously (laughs) that that old movie that was absolutely terrible but sometimes it's obviously a matter of timing getting the, the actors on board for the voices and you know as it's progressed the the visual aspect is has gotten better of the the animation has gotten better and then you know probably simply just coming up with a storyline that is good enough that audiences are going to enjoy it um oh yeah it wouldn't surprise me if this has been years and years in the making and it just kind of came to fruition i mean it obviously doesn't hurt that there is a very popular game that's out there but there is always kind of a mario game out there right right yeah yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see. Next time we'll see. War- or the kids were, uh, Colin and his friend were saying like, "Oh, we got to see Wario," you know, and uh, and all of a sudden I'm like, "No, Mario we're gonna Luigi." Yeah, you're right. I'm like, "No, we're gonna see." I'm like, "Next time they just hinted at at Yoshi, um, Yoshi in the in the middle," and then I'm like, "No, I'm like, I bet you, I'm like, I bet you the next one's gonna be a lot more with Yoshi if they just showed like the dinosaur or whatever island, um, and that was like a very brief little thing, and then obviously the the, the Easter egg at the end." And I missed the egg literal at the end. Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, we missed. Miss. We did, we we waited for a minute, and then it was. Yeah, the kids don't have it in them to uh, to ride out the very end. I I, I read later that it was. Uh, I, that's what I I, lo- I googled it right there. I'm like, is there something to worth worth waiting for at the end? And they're like, yeah, it is. So we stayed. <laughs> Redding, uh, Redding, and I we went out to, to like to eat right afterwards. And Redding and I both were like, yeah, it was weird that like they had the Yoshi egg at the wedding, and you thought for sure he was going to pop out, but I'm like they didn't do, use him at all, and so we just were oblivious to the fact that. Uh, that they kind of answered that question so yeah i would expect uh another one with with a lot more yoshi and yeah i mean there's a lot more characters that are still out there mila wanted mila really only wanted to see bowser jr (laughs) 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 for some reason that's uh he he's he i think because he just like makes a funny noise or statement like when he loses on uh a mario kart so like that's the type of thing that obviously catches her attention um but we shouldn't talk about this movie without talking about bowser (laughs) Because, obviously, I'm I'm a Jack Black fan for I, quite I mean, some time. Love love Jack Black. We talked about him recently. Yeah, and you got him. Uh, they they utilized Jack Black as they should. They utilized him with the voice, and 
his musical chops. Yeah. And I would say the entire weekend after that, especially on the way home, my kids were just singing peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> have you have you seen there's like a, a video of Jack Black as just himself doing Afterwards that. I, I saw it like later on a uh, guy I followed had a similar thing uh saying like they they couldn't get out of their head and he shared that video and I was like, Well, now it's back in my head. <laughs> Yeah, but the use of Jack Black is great. Like you said, we, we, we talked about him recently with Saving Silverman, one of Brady's favorites, uh, an underrated and an all-timer. Uh, um, and, yeah, I, I mean, that that was for sure a highlight. Um, for me, an underutilized um, actor was, was Luigi in general, but because it's Charlie Day. Um, Charlie Day, I know. Yeah, we love Charlie Day, too. And, and I just feel like Luigi was and, – and that's fine. They could leave, leave more of him for a, a, you know, a sequel or something like that. But I really thought there was going to be a lot more parallel um, storylines. Like our, the B line would be a little bit bigger um, than, than it was. But, you know, you can't fit everything. They did, they did fit a lot, like, like we're saying. Like they fit a ton in one movie in an hour and a half. Like there wasn't any moment where – where they where they wasted um, anything? There's no fat on no, this yeah. movie, um, but they uh, they they definitely left just the you know just enough for they can make whatever storyline they want to for our sequels now. I really enjoyed uh, a couple of different times they did it uh, early on the the visual aspect of them running like to their job and it was a level the the layout was yeah it was like a level from from like the original game very. Just across the screen, up and down, you know, and I was yeah. like, I liked it. Good job. That was very well done, and they did it a couple different times, and uh, I very much found that like extremely satisfying. And again, kids, no idea, right? right? But like it, uh, <laughs> something that resonated for for me. But I agree, Martin. I obviously a big Charlie Day fan. Um, back to the, it's always sunny days, and uh, even on the way there, was talking to Mary about how happy I was that he was Luigi, and then yeah, didn't really get him at all. Um, Keegan Michael Key just completely unrecognizable, correct? It, 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 with the voice to to know that he was Toad, and uh, did a great job. But just yeah, I mean you. you could have almost could have been anybody because it's there's nothing about it that makes it keegan michael key but um it's like vin diesel and groot (laughs) right exactly could have been anybody just another voice there um the one thing that the one that i liked or like the i guess it it's kind of an easter egg was at the end when they played uh, mr blue sky oh yeah. yeah Little guardians, the little guardians, nod to the guardians. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I just thought ELO is electric. Yeah, I don't know if it was a, a nod so much as I, no. I think ELO too. But yeah. no, I think I think you might be right. I'll give you this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I, I the reason I laughed at because Brooklyn called it out when we were walking out. I was like, "Did you guys uh, hear the song at the end?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's the song from Guardians of the Galaxy." I'm like, "Do you know why they played that?" He's like, "Yeah, because Chris Pratt is the voice of Mario." I was like, "Ah, look at you, look at you." <laughs> Good job, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, speaking of See, the music, you, oh, say go ahead, Martin, because I, I actually was gonna. I'm, I'm ready on the music too. Yeah, I mean that there was just again. I don't. You guys probably caught a lot more of little Easter eggs or things that you noticed, but like I just realized how iconic all the levels, all the songs, all the you know the eight bit music from the original yeah. Mario game are like every every time you hear it, like everyone knows what they are and they used it in such a good way like they would slow it down or speed say, it up they, yes. tease it um and you know Colin and I would just look over at each other we're like do you hear it you know yeah <laughs> and uh he just loved loved that and I I loved I loved it as well and I just thought that's such a 
like excellent use and um and it's it is imp- just impressive that you can make such a memorable like i said iconic music from the limitations that they had in those video games you know like uh in, yeah in 8-bit video games so yeah wild and to your point and i had the same note like the kind of the theme music and level music and background music and turning that into bowser playing it a little bit on the piano you had yeah slowing it down and i was like oh man like that's awesome uh, and you hear it but on top of that they also rolled out my uh they rolled out some thunderstruck which was uh, always well received. I mean, uh, re- ACDC has to be making so much fucking money off of that song. <laughs> like it's, it's the it's used in everything. Like whenever you want to fire so somebody, good. yeah, it, it it is, and it's 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 very good. Uh, but it's just used in everything. It's like if you need and, if you need a unoriginal, you know, fire up <laughs> song, you go to Thunderstruck, and it really doesn't, well, and, you can't get mad at it. And I th- and I think it was when they were getting all their cars and everything ready to go. And it was like, I told you, that was awesome. That was an awesome scene and really engaging. And I think that on top of it really just busted it through the roof. You know, it was fantastic. And you had uh, earlier when they're getting all going, and it's like the I Need a Hero song was playing. And I'm just like, yes, so damn good. Right I when the montage. Showed, yeah. And they're training. <laughs> great, great use of montage. <laughs> yeah, I just showed, uh, we started watching Footloose with the kids. Um, so we did get to that the part where they use I, I Need a Hero when he does the, the tractor um, uh, chicken, game, game of chicken. So uh, Colin recognized it from that, too, which was, which was funny. It's, it's good, man. <laughs> I was just really happy with it. So, um, Do you think that's yeah, a nod to Kevin Bacon and, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy? It must be. <laughs> <laughs> I think, again. It all comes back to Kevin Bacon. I think it, it goes back to, like, the uh, – Again, the Easter eggs that they were putting in there, like when in the beginning, when Mario goes to his room, he's playing on an eight-bit Nintendo. Like, yeah, was it Kid Icarus? I think so. Or was it? Uh, I, I definitely recognized the game, but I couldn't pull it out by name. Um, I, there was oh, actually. I, I thought it was a fake game. I didn't realize it was a real game. Oh no, definitely a real game. Hmm. Um, the so there were the first one that I picked up on in the background was. And we kind of alluded to this was the Jumpman, uh, yeah, like arcade game at the uh, where they were, and I was like, and then the guy at like in that room later on does the Jumpman like pose, yeah. mm-hmm. which for anyone who doesn't know is kind of what Mario was originally known as was Jumpman when it was at first in uh, Donkey Kong, um, and so and then that was actually the voice of the guy who voiced Mario. Ah, oh, nice. So they gave him a little, a little uh, cameo, a little, a little tribute. Yeah. Nice. Um, but the other one that I and I definitely didn't catch this because uh, I'm not up on my French, but I, I thought this was a fantastic one. Was apparently there was a French restaurant in the background of in Brooklyn called Chasse du Canard, perhaps. Canard is duck. duck, duck, duck hunt. hunt. It translates as duck hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what a fantastic, I mean, just a ridiculous Easter egg that's right there for people. But. Well, one of the ones that I've, I liked, I mean, we could talk about them all day, but the uh, the theme that they had for their commercial was the theme for the, the show. Do you remember the animated cartoon, the Saturday morning cartoon? I think you're right, but I don't, I, I vaguely remember. With, uh, with Lou Albino. Captain Lou Albino was Mario. They had a theme song for it. I remember Bano? the, I remember oh, the, Bano, the live action Mario. I don't remember. There was a cartoon yeah. Mario too. 
Yeah, so Lou Albano was Mario, and then they would always, like, fade into the cartoon. And then the theme song for that was the theme song that they used for their commercial. And then also in the commercial, they had the go- the capes from Super Mario World. So when you got the ability to fly, that was the yellow cape. Um, and then my my favorite one was the uh, the guy that was chasing them in the tank was the blue turtle shell. Oh, when he said blue shell, I was like, I like lost it. I was so jacked up about it. <laughs> I totally thought about you guys because I know you guys love love and understand all the Mario Kart stuff. But some of it's new. Like I didn't like you just just t- taught me about what drifting. What's it called? Oh, the power yeah, slide and the drifting. Drift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they did like they they waited until it went to purple or whatever the highest yep. color is, right? And uh, and Colin was called. He's like, oh my god, it's going purple. He's going to drift. And I'm like, yep. That, I'm like, I know what I know what that is now. Yeah. <laughs> well, even uh, when when he when when Mario goes off Rainbow Road and down uh, down to the one below, that was a cheat. In the in the Wii version, uh, 64. 64 in the sixty four version, version. sixty four you could jump, you could get ahead if you timed it right. You could go down. Da- Literally, that's the that's the move. So that's the total total nod. But that blue shell was <laughs> uh, just was chef's good. kiss. <laughs> just what well, Cuba walks out of the destruction and then says blue shell, boom! I was like, I was so excited about it. Just the nerdiest thing of yeah. all. <laughs> so yeah, they did a they did a really good job. I think with with this and again i think that helps again with the having it be an animated film i liked peach being a badass too yeah i thought that was pretty that was a cool like not uh, you know not a damsel in distress not like needing to be saved she was she was a badass she was teaching him i mean she went and you know went and showed him what he needed to do to essentially be good enough to help her and i liked that aspect especially you know i think you hope the version your daughter is watching is not where she just has to sit in a castle and wait for Mario to save her. It's like she's a, she's a player. Yep. It's good. It's good for the, and, and and you know, you know, there's going to be critics on the right. that are going to be like, go woke, go broke. Not in this case. (laughs) Everyone loves it. Everyone loves a badass peach. Badass peach works. It totally works. Uh, Um, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Where, where does, the whole like why are they called koopas and king koopa and where does that come from i've wondered since i was a kid because the you as you guys know i speak polish and the word koopa in polish is literal translation is shit (laughs) so i'm like (laughs) for since i was a kid i'm like oh why why would they call them well, you then know, I'm going to answer your question with where did they come from? It wasn't from Polish. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, and I, I obviously know that, but I just thought maybe you guys would yeah. have some kind of idea. I of didn't. Like, why are they? And this is what I'm saying. Just the weirdness of Mario, right? Like it's turtles that are called Koopas that, and the king is called Bowser. You know, like I didn't realize that he had, you know, where, where the two names came from. Like he was always King Koopa as a kid, and then somewhere along the line it became Bowser. Or is that, but yeah, always, yeah is I think that way. I think they had just, to give him backstory <laughs> as the game started to progress. Yeah. Like he's going to be a feature character. Well, I think, and I wonder if it's Peach like a mis- change too. I think she was. It used to be uh, Princess Peach, and then it was like or Peach Princess Prince of the Toads or Princess Toadstool. Princess Toadstool. Princess Toadstool. Yeah. So like there there was change there too. Yeah, and then I think she became Peach. Or is it just some kind of you know? Is the is it all just random mistakes like Donkey Kong? You know, it was supposed to be Monkey Kong, and someone just got the translation wrong, <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> um, but what, for whatever reason, it all it has staying power. 
you know? Even a Diddy, a a Diddy, Diddy Kong, Kong showing show up. up. Yes. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> so Donkey Kong Country, I do remember playing that game, uh, and I thought it was a pretty good game. Yeah. Probably, um, probably yeah, is man, not good, just com- relatively speaking, for you guys. But Some classics. Yeah. You know? It was it was fun. I I, I really did have a, a good time at the movie. Uh, I hadn't really seen much in terms of how it was being received in terms of uh, like fans if it was being well received or if it was people weren't liking it. But I I found it very entertaining and I especially throughout there kept it kept happening. There was things good things happening throughout. And you kind of said it earlier. There wasn't a lot of like lulls that you were kind of losing interest. So um, yeah, I I say job job there well were- done. I'll see you the next one. There were lulls, but not lulls. <laughs> that's such a bad. That's so bad. Cut that. Now I'm gonna leave it in. No, definitely, don't <laughs> cut definitely it. leaving that in. <laughs> so, not necessarily on the flip side of the coin, but just a you know a different look at the coin was the 2020 version of Sonic the Hedgehog, which, to its credit, I will say, overcame a lot of a lot of early controversy. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with like the. The first the early animations that they did for Sonic, the human teeth. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know until I read about okay. it, and I remember. I can remember kind of when we started the pod. You guys had talked about how you saw Sonic, and I was like, "You watched that movie? <laughs> like, I couldn't even believe that that you watched it, let oh. alone that it was. You both said it was good, and and I didn't see it for a while after that, and then I was like, "Oh man, that is this. That's they did do a pretty decent job with that." Yeah, movie. Colin at the time was pretty obsessed with Sonic, like. He he played. We, we have it. I have the original game on the on the Wii. For whatever reason, you could you know you could download it on there. So he played that, and and there was just I don't know at that time, uh, it was kind of a thing. Like there were Sonic in a lot of different places and a lot of different versions of it, and he he knew more about it than than I did. So yeah, he wanted to go see it. And uh, Jelani, I think you had a similar situation. I feel like Brooklyn was was into Sonic, or you just wanted to take him. We saw it with you, dude. When we went. No, I know that's what I'm saying, but like, <laughs> I know you saw it with me. What I'm saying, did you go because you wanted to take them, or because they wanted to go? Yeah, I told, I offered it to him. So we, I grew up. I was a, a Sega kid. I had that before I had a Super yeah. Nintendo, um, and yeah. so I knew all about Sonic. Like, we had all the iterations of it, and then um, I think it really regained prominence when Nintendo bought like the rights to it. And was able to like incorporate Sonic into a lot of Nintendo games. So there's like Mario versus Sonic, and and there's like Sonic All Stars and things like that. And you have all these different versions of like bringing Sonic back to the forefront. So um, yeah, the the kids knew of it same way Colin did, and they were excited yeah. to see you know again see a video game character on a on a movie screen. And like when we went and saw it uh, initially, and then we actually just finished watching it again today. Um, I, d- I think they did a really good job with especially the animation part and then also yeah Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik was Great. excellent casting pretty good <laughs> excellent casting yeah I, I I was totally agree I was kind of I mean I don't know why I was surprised like Jim Carrey's not really been too bad in anything um, but I don't know I just expected going into it I expected him to be either over the top or or just not funny at all but we got a a really good yeah a really good Jim Carrey original character um that had some funny adult-ish lines that uh, yeah I, I I liked it a lot more than I thought I would I feel like he was over the top in just the right amount uh and so it was it it played perfectly 
um, you know, as the bad guy. And, uh, yeah, I feel unless I, I definitely I don't have it up in front of me and I didn't look into him. I mean, I feel like he kind of not fell off, but like just kind of disappeared for a, a little bit there in terms of being in movies. And so, yeah, for him to come back, it felt like in this, it, I feel like there's multiple simulations where that doesn't work right (laughs) like that's a disaster and it's just like okay well he's done you know he he clearly is grasping and it's probably done from here on out but it's like no actually it was really really good and a key component of that movie being really entertaining throughout and you counter that with ben schwartz's voice as sonic it just for me is just perfect i feel like they just nailed that and probably not you could have asked a lot of people and they wouldn't have picked Ben Schwartz uh, for the voice. They would have probably picked someone a little more popular. And I think the people who know Ben Schwartz like him a lot. And I, I I think it's great for him. So, yeah. And I think it was funny um, right in the beginning, right from the get go when the, the, whatever the Pentagon or whoever was uh, discussing like, Oh, you know who need to bring in? We need to bring in the generals. Yeah. The generals like talking about, ah, he's a little weird, but, but, uh, I think he'll be the, he'll be the right person. They just like say, he says like wrong countries. Like he's really helpful in some made up Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Like, I don't think that's a real country. (laughs) It's just like, just, just enough silliness. Cause like, yeah, you would never bring in some, some psycho like that, but they, 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 psycho scientists explain. Yeah. They explained it away in a, in a silly enough way. Um, uh, you know the addition of James Marsden. You know, I don't know. Um, I always look. At, I always look at this type of movie, like this this storyline that's been done in a Masters of the Universe, um, uh, and then like the first Thor movie, where it's like the alien or whatever the other person, the the main person, He Man, comes to like our world. You know, in Masters of the Universe movie, and it didn't work in that movie at all. Um, I didn't like the first Thor movie. It kind of turned me off to Marvel for many years after after watching it. I'm just, I thought it was silly the whole like, oh, you are you know you Earth people are weird. I am Thor, and and you know I don't understand what a taco is or whatever. You know those kind of jokes I think are just lame to me. Um, and that's God, what this this to, movie. Hate did. to think what Martin Thatcher saw Thor too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch. That was the last one I saw like a few years ago. After I watched like you know Endgame, I'm like, all right, I finally need to watch. The Dark World, or whatever it was, the but, completest in you. Yeah, the completest um, in me did it. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't. I don't. This, yeah, this movie. Um, I thought did did that okay. You know, they didn't play up too much of the whole like he's not of this world and everything's weird, or, or they just kind of did it better than than it's been done before. So I have I have a gripe with that. It's a it's a Tate technicality. So there there's a scene where he run or he tells James Morrison, he's like, oh, I got to get to San Francisco, right? And he's like, I don't know yeah. what, where San Francisco is. So he runs, comes back, and he's like, okay, I just fell in the Pacific Ocean. And he's like, well, how do you know it's the Pacific Ocean if you don't know where San Francisco is? Like, you don't know where you are. You you would have just assumed it's some ocean. And then yeah, he does talks a- about, like, being on a live stream. He asks if the rock is present. Like, he knows about what's going on on Earth. So it's like, how could you have not just ran to San Francisco and been done with this? That's what I'm saying. You know, it's not a perfect movie. Like they have to have the plot going forward somehow, and they chose to do it this way with James Marden, the Marsden, the the Donut Lord, or whatever. You know, it's like it's a silly, it's a silly concept, but it somehow it kind of works because of 
Ben Schwartz and, you know, some decent writing. It's not the worst writing in the world. Go ahead, Brady. More like uh, more like Jelani hate. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I agree. I agree with him more than probably I'm letting out. Like I'm, I'm probably just I, taking I mean, the other side. A- it was not, it was not great and perfect by any means. And and I thought all I those would, same things. Like it, it was yeah, absolutely quit yelling. lame. What's that? Just quit yelling about it. <laughs> am, I, am I talking too loud? <laughs> I'm so fired up. <laughs> Uh, it's a video game movie. It's all good. It doesn't this is have high, to be. This is high cinema, high art. <laughs> I think they did a good job. I, I do. I think it was entertaining. You guys told me it was good, and you were right. It's good. <laughs> it's fine. It, you know, you don't like James Marsden? That's cool. I liked him on 30 Rock. <laughs> he, he, does, he, like he knows his role. He was fine as Cyclops in the first X-Men series trilogy. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's had some things. <laughs> he was on 30 Rock? Wasn't he? Uh, I thought he was like the boyfriend guest? at one point. Yeah, Maybe. he had like a. I thought he had a recurring role. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon had a bunch of different boyfriends. So yeah, yeah. I thought she right. was. He was one of the one of her boyfriends there for a I while. I think she dated John Hamm too. So who knows? Oh, classic. <laughs> it's Ham. been a while. I have to rewatch Thirty Rock. I know, right? Feels like we probably need to. Re- that just it's so so many seasons. Yeah. But I uh, I just thought the you know from you know the kind of the question we asked in the beginning the two different approaches i i do i would lean animation in terms of just because i think they it, visually it was so well done and bright but i i do think they did a it was i liked it that it isn't that it's not i like that it doesn't have to be an animated movie you know that they're they're fine doing i, I don't even know if this is considered live action is that is that technically right with yeah this? it's still live or, action yeah it's like who um, framed roger rabbit <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure combination but i i just thought they did a good job i thought there was some good good humor in the in, throughout the movie and there was some heart and you, yeah i think the you know the component of having them you know kind of as a buddy 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 uh, you know on their road trip and, and and making the most of it and, and turning that into kind of the saga while all the while that you know robotnik is chasing them and yeah um uh, yeah, I, I just think it's definitely I, could have been I, worse. I found it entertaining. <laughs> it definitely could have been worse if it was like Andy Circus <laughs> doing his <laughs> oh, Gollum God. routine in the. You in, know in how suit. I feel about it. Yeah, Circus. that's why I bring him up. <laughs> so, Martin, I caught uh, I caught one for you. Did you catch in the beginning when they mentioned the EMP after Sonic ru- is running around on the baseball yeah. field? They just. I'm so glad you brought that they up. They got to just gloss over it, like ah, we thought it was an EMP, but no EMP can be that large, and they're like. What? We're not going to even explain what an EMP is? Everybody's just assumes we all know what that is now? Exactly. Because of Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> apparently. When they explain the pinch <laughs> and what an EMP does, that now it's just in the in the lexicon of, of moviegoers. So, yeah, I, I love that. That would have been a nice call-out if they had... Uh, if they were, it, we thought it was an EMP, but we just checked at Cal. And the, it's, they still have their uh, their pinch. They haven't, haven't been robbed again. <laughs> absolutely yeah i thought that was i thought that was great <laughs> i thought the nice touch was obviously having the his uh wife be the a vet you know so they they were able to kind of tie in like the animal aspect of it all and and i thought that was just like good good uh good connection martin doesn't care martin <laughs> <laughs> i mean my biggest take technicality was he's he could go to the pacific ocean and back in a second you yeah. really hung up on this specific ocean part. <laughs> well, that was uh, Jelani mentioned it in the first place. So let me just <laughs> let me just get to my point. Uh, but he can't 
run away from a dart gun. <laughs> you know, like he gets he gets hit with a dart. He could you know he could wrap some guy up in toilet paper in less in a split yeah. second, but he can't run away from a dart. I mean, it's yeah, fine. That, it's I fine. agree. That's that is that's probably a flaw. His guard was down. Yeah. He wanted really a friend. He let followed. his guard down. Yeah, just susp- yeah. Suspend the reality, Martin. <laughs> let, it, let it be a video game. Uh, I thought that same thing. Visual aspect of the of his the Green Hill world where he you know of the Sonic replicating the Sonic worlds was really well done. Looked good and yeah. I, it's, I, you know, in terms of nostalgia, I think there was plenty of it in this as well. Um, not not to the level that the Mario movie t- had, because, yeah. because it felt like one. There's just more to pull from for them with all the Mario content that's out there. Um, but they they definitely littered that movie with with Easter eggs, and this one had a lot of references that were you know that went back to the Sonic games. And like July said, there's plenty of those as well. So um, I think it was cool. It's cool to watch a couple movies that that definitely played for. Well, what we you know the games that we played growing up. Yeah, did you? Has anybody seen the sequel? I have. Our, my kids really liked this movie uh, when we first watched it, and so yeah. Then when the when the sequel came out, they were all over yeah. It. So I anticipate that we'll be getting a Mario Brothers two sequel. Maybe we'll get Birdo in, in the Mario two one. What's that? <laughs> What's Birdo? Birdo? What color? <laughs> Pink, obviously. Got to go original. The OG. Yeah. I don't know what that Birdo's is. a character. Oh, okay. Birdo's a character that was introduced in Mario 2, so that's why. Oh, gotcha, yeah. It that like, was a terrible It, like, game. spits eggs out of its, like, mouth. <laughs> you have to jump on and catch and throw them back at her. Yeah. I like I liked the deep pulls, the deep cuts. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, there's apparently a show called Jury Duty on, on like, Amazon Freebie with James, and James Marsden. I can't Marsden believe. Isn't it? That it was literally brought up to me t- today at work. Yeah. I have not seen a preview. I have not seen anything of it. And they're like, I literally not even connected to the to Marsden. It was just brought up. The a guy that works for me was like, I keep hearing about this movie Jury Duty that, and he like explained it to me. I'll let you explain it, Martin. Yeah. So I, apparently, it's there's one one guy that does. It's like one guy like Truman, where everyone else is in on it, right? Like the Truman Show. Um, speaking of Jim Carrey, um, so he's he thinks he's in a jury, but Everyone else is like whatever, playing tricks on him, and there's cameras everywhere. Obviously, everyone else is an actor. Everyone else is an actor. James Marsden plays himself, and the whole concept is that he's he's just an actor that has to be in jury duty as well. But he's James Marsden, and the, the, the clip that I saw is so funny because the guy's like, "Oh, you're yeah, you're in Sonic." <laughs> the guy like does the the like the main guy that the the joke is is on in in the jury duty show like doesn't uh doesn't really know who james marsden is so it's just like i think it's kind of embarrassing and funny for james marsden because he's like he's like oh yeah and i think you were in this or something he's like oh he's like oh, i didn't see that was that a good movie or he's like i heard sonic wasn't that good of a movie <laughs> he's like saying this to his face so i don't know i, I have to check it out but I, I was sold it was sold well to me today and i will uh yeah, I, my plan is to watch some this weekend. I actually didn't even know what channel it was on, so if it's on Freebie, good. I will be able to to check yeah. it out. So I'm uh, I, I was t- I was told by my friend at work. He's like, I, it's supposed to be really really funny, and 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 so I'm I'm intrigued. I felt like I'm out on a lot of reality stuff almost yeah. all, and but I was very. I thought this sounded like such a, a cool idea. 
Yeah, I might give it a shot as to well. To set up a jury with one person not knowing that <laughs> that he's the only one guy knowing that he's not. And obviously, the depending on how, uh, I guess it's up to the creators to make it funny and enjoyable from there. But I like the idea. All right. Well, we all got homework, so we'll give, give the listeners some homework too as well. As always, don't eat the blue mushrooms before giving us a follow and subscribing where you listen. Thanks, and go to bed.